Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast, adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to make your Tuesday just right. This podcast is here to shake up the way you think about basically everything from health, beauty, entrepreneurship, and whether you're loving the newest trends. These ladies are here to prove that it's always better when salt and pepper come together. So here are your hosts, Lisa and Olivia. Hi, Shakers. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper podcast. My name is Olivia. I'm Lisa. I almost forgot what our intro was. Well, I actually did just forget what our intro was. And on today's today's episode, episode, we are talking about expectations and kind of a roundup of 2021 in our personal lives and work lives and general lives. Yeah, and encouragement for people if their year didn't go the exact way they planned, because I guess when does it ever go the exact way you planned? Right. Except for rich and successful people. So because they can maybe they can maybe pay for, them. for their plans to go. Yes. In order. Um, what is your current obsession? <clears throat> OK, so my current obsession has been miso soup. Did I talk about this? I think. Maybe yeah, you already talked about this. I did one. talk about this one. Not on my current yes, obsessions, but I can't remember if this was a personal conversation me and you had or if I was talking about it on the podcast. <clears throat> but I have been drinking miso soup almost every day for probiotic health. Yeah. And like other benefits. And it's a part of my New Year's resolution, but being inspired by still holding on to the fact that we shouldn't have New Year's resolutions, I'm just starting it now mm-hmm. rather than waiting for the new year. So that's good job. Thank you. So I have been loving it. I have a ton of other like New Year's resolutions, which I want to do on my solo episode if I get around to it. <laughs> it's only been a year since mine. I know. So it's seriously. Fine. And now you're going to have another one already. Um, I have to share. Oh, no, it can be my silver lining. Never mind. OK, um, I just have advice for some people okay. in the world. My advice is if you're about to say, if these words are about to tumble on out of your mouth on January 1st, I'm going to the gym, (laughs) reel those back in, grab them with your hands, shove them back down your throat and start going to the gym today or just don't tell people you're going to the gym. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's my advice for everyone. Because you're one of those people where you hate hearing I'm going to do this or I want to do this. I want to do a lot of things. I don't care about what you want to do. Let me see you do it. That's it. Oh, that's my that's advice. It. So that's things I don't even notice. Like that doesn't bother <sighs> me. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm more like in 30 days when you've actually adapted it into your routine and it took six weeks for you to gain that habit. Let's talk about it because I'm super excited to hear. Mm-hmm. But not right now. There's a difference between doers and wanters what's the word yes wanters and doers i think you're being sarcastic what is it no i think that's what i said on sydney's episode yeah, it right is wanters 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 and doers i think i'll have to re-listen okay so what's um, your current my, well what do you think it is in uh, yes i have bad news 
Uh, you did you not like it? I didn't watch it. Oh, I totally you didn't. went to the movies per your advice with Bear uh-huh. and watched another movie. <laughs> did you see Sing too? I did. Okay. I, I felt that's I actually felt like a I was huge sinning. big old bummer because I really think you're gonna like it. Really? It is one of my favorite movies I've seen, period, in a long time, and my top at least top three favorite Disney movies. That's what I said about In the Heights and you didn't like In the Heights. So I wonder, that's why I was like, I wonder if I watched the preview. I, Me and Bear watched both. We're like, okay, Bear, what what do you want to watch? Because they were at the same time. Do you want to watch yeah. Sing 2 or, or Encanto? Mm-hmm. And he liked Sing 2 more. And it's the, yeah. the same people who made Minions and... Um, minions in another movie that he loves and so mm-hmm. it's like he knew he was like yeah that's yeah and he loved it he was in shock the whole time oh my wait why that's is that cute. not my current obsession I'm an idiot that was the best <laughs> um, thing that's happened in a long time well it's on Disney plus and I would be so down to watch it again I've been making learning this music like it's my full-time job I already pretty much know it and I would be so down to watch it. Um, I also asked one of the voices to be on our podcast. And I'm like, I'm like, so listen, I love Disney so much. <laughs> She's probably like, delete that one message. Of one of those people. Um, I could argue that the messages of Encanto are more geared towards adults. The visuals, I think, are for kids. So I could understand why Bear might not want to see it. But it's a lot of like... Um, not to spoil anything because I know you hate that, but it's a lot of like the you don't have to be perfect, like you don't have to have this gift to be loved and like you need to face your like your past and move on from things like that was the message of the whole movie. And it was just like it was deep and it was the music. It was so good. Um, That I noticed that from the preview I was like, I think Sing 2 is much more his understanding. Not that he really will understand it, but um, Encanto seemed like, I don't think he's going to grasp a lot of this, but it'll look, I felt like he would get bored watching Encanto. Like he can't completely grasp a lot of those things. And it didn't show a lot of singing. So I was like, is there a ton of singing? Is mm-hmm. it like a few? So where Sing 2, it, I was like, you know, I feel like I would like that yeah. too. Um, it was crazy though, because when we were watching the trailer for Encanto, he said Moana. Mm-hmm. And it's the people who yeah. made Moana. So I'm like, I can't. Why did you? How are you yeah. so smart? Yeah. And the whole time watching it, it gave me Moana and um, old school Hercules vibes. And then I was like, already looks oh, like Moana. And uh-huh. he was like, oh, it's the same people that totally. did Moana and Tangled. Um, and then obviously Lin-Manuel. And it's so funny because when you play In the Heights, I played some of it for Arturo after. And I'm like, you could overlay the music because you can just hear Ooh. it in what he did. And it was just like... I don't know how Disney does it every time. It's the talent that they get, but it's like the most original story, most original music, and it was so unique for Disney. So I think more people need to see it. We need to be talking about it more because it was so good. What's the main girl's voice? Um, have you seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Okay, well. Yeah, and she's yeah. in In the Heights, so too. So I was, I was. Yes. Yeah, Stephanie I love Beatrice, her. I right when I saw the trailer, 
right when I saw the trailer, I was like, I know who that is. Who is that? And then I looked her up. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that girl. She's so funny. Well, and the reason why we saw it on Christmas was we were going to watch, there was only one other movie out and it was like a football true story movie my mom wanted to see. And I was like, ugh. but we wanted Arturo's mom to come and we're like, well, this will be perfect because it's about like Columbia and everything. And of course she was like crying the whole movie and I even got teared up. I mean, there was like some sad things in it um but Arturo and her both said they did such a good job with the culture and showing the culture of um like South America and Colombia and I just feel like it was cool they had all Hispanic cast and I just think that it's like time that they start showing more things like that in an even bigger way so I think it was great mm-hmm. yeah that's cool um would shall we get to our silver lining of the week <sighs> yeah let's let's okay. do it Um, so I'm deciding between two. One is an actual silver lining, but it's piggybacking off of one I've already done. And the other one, I'm trying to think how it's a silver lining. It's more of a Just story. Just how about you say your silver lining and then we can have story time with Lisa right after. Sure. Um, my, uh, remember my rib popped out like yeah. a week ago. Um, so my other one Great. popped out. That was fun. Um, Great times. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, couldn't do anything for like 24 hours. Is this your story time or your silver lining? This is my silver lining because this time it went away faster. It healed and it wasn't as painful as long Mm. as the other one was. That's good. Like the other one, like I wasn't able to cough. I was taking like hydrocodone and barely surviving and wanting to throw up because I hate painkillers mm-hmm. dang well I'm, I'm happy I'm, it, I'm pretty much better that's good I'm sick again <laughs> um I guess there's no silver lining in that um I'm sick again I literally just got over a sinus infection it took me three weeks and I woke up sick the day after Christmas and I thought it was a joke it's not a joke well it is a joke my body's playing a joke on me but it's not funny and I'm not laughing um my silver lining is that my mom got me the freaking Dyson air wrap for Christmas dude crazy. and I was so surprised Christmas is it's never like the most exciting uh, stint in household event. It's pretty low, low key chill. Um, but it said it was funny. It said on the card for your birthday and Christmas. And I was like, I don't know, mom. I was like, you're kind of pushing your luck a little bit. My birthday's a little too far out to do this joint present thing. But then I saw what it was and I was like, oh, that could be for next Christmas as well. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, so now I'm, I'm like, that's it. <laughs> I know. So now I need to, um, I got my hair done yesterday. So now I need to like actually go in and try it and see if it holds. I'm just nervous it's not going to hold. But either way, I had two people come up to me on Sunday when we were at Forage and they were like, I heard you got the Dyson Airwrap. It's sold out everywhere. That's what I wanted for Christmas. Like I was like, well, I guess I can sell it to one of you guys if it doesn't work out on my hair. So we'll see. I'm excited to yeah, try true. it, though. Or if you're the bestest friend in the world, you would just give it to me. I'll sell it to you. Yeah. So Jeez, it was just insane. really nice of her. And she did not have to do that. I messed with it a little bit. And it's pretty crazy. Like you just hold it up to your hair and it just like spins it and it doesn't like get caught on anything and it just makes it 
curled in like a How? second. I just don't get it. But it's it. the longevity. So I think I'm going to try the pinning them and see what happens. Just seems kind of like a ridiculous everyday routine thing to like have to pin my curls. But I think that's just reality. Yeah. Maybe you needed to do that before if you haven't. I've tried it before. It just it's just takes so long. But with this, it's so fast that maybe that I'll just do that from now on. I need to show you how to add volume to your front pieces. I know. Because what I do, it's where you get a big barrel. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess not for you. And um, curl it Look, going back. That's what I do. And you hold it up like up here? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. My hair is resilient. It's like it wants to be straight and flat. It's like, listen to me. It controls me. I can't do anything. I was even talking to my hairdresser and I was like, so I say this every time for the past 10 years. Do you have any suggestions? And she's like, your hair is so just dense and straight that the best thing you could do is just pin them and you could try hairspraying them. But she's like, you know, your hair is your hair. And I'm like, yeah, okay. (laughs) You can get a perm. I've done that before. Just makes it kind of wavy. I mean, it's not anything I love. So... Anyway, we'll see. 2022, the year of hair discovery. Hmm. Yeah, new hair. Yeah. Year of new hair. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, okay, would we like to uh, get to story time with Lisa? So I, a couple interesting things happened this last week. We, as a friend group, went out to sushi and a guy left us $250 to pay for all of our food. Yep. That was great. Um, Very interesting. And then that was very interesting. You were absolutely sketched out. And I'm like, hey, free money. I wasn't sketched out. I just don't deal with that type of crap. I'm just like, go away. (laughs) (laughs) You're annoying. You're a man. Um, And we're having girls night. Go away. Yeah. That part was annoying. He wouldn't like leave us alone, even though he like already had all of his food to go. Um, He... Long story short, he said um, his family growing up, they would go out for dinner on Christmases every year and would pay for someone else's meal. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, usually I just like leave money for them or like just pay for their meal at the very end. But I wanted to let you know so that you guys can like just go nuts. Yeah. We're like, whoa, that's kind of crazy. And honestly, we were kind of sketched out that he actually wouldn't leave. That's what I thought. I'm like, he's actually not going to leave us any money. So I'm not going to like buy everything on the menu like he's telling us to. And then um, he's just like going to dip out and then we pay for (laughs) however much (laughs) money for sushi. Anyways, he leaves and the waiter comes to us. She's like, he left you $250. We're like, what? No. Okay, so we'll get all of this <laughs> so crazy that was really weird I was just waiting to see him when we left the restaurant yeah or yeah. that and none of that none of that he wasn't like just surprising he wasn't like you know what are, what's your guys's information where do you work or <laughs> anything like work? that it was just like oh from my house <laughs> you want my address yeah. um and then after that this is the funny part is we had a girls night and I don't know if you guys have seen the TikTok trend when people do a slideshow Mm -hmm. everyone comes in with their own slideshow and um our friends made fun of me and Olivia doing the podcast 
Yeah, that was, it's funny because it wasn't like the classic PowerPoint that we were all expecting. It was a very calculated, like, semi-roast. They tried to roast us and it didn't work. Yeah, like I said, you could say anything. I don't really care. I think it's all funny. we know. Yeah, I know. It was all things we knew. I was, at the end of it, I was like, so where's... Where where's the rest of it? <laughs> I know. I thought no. It what was else funny. You got? It was good. What else you got? It was mostly Katie Baugh, our world's biggest fan, who for some reason we we don't we don't necessarily love the majority of the things she loves. So on any hot or not or unpopular opinion, that's where she thrives, and so that's what she came out doing. She was wearing overalls with her Crocs. It was a whole thing. But it was very funny. She thought we didn't like striped shirts and we wear striped clothing. We wear striped clothing. clothing. But the overalls and Crocs thing was very funny. And triggering. Especially because she was wearing shoes in my house. Oh, that's true. Oh, she said they were clean, remember? Take those off. (laughs) Yeah, that's what everyone says. I wiped them off at the door. Well, if anything with Crocs, they're just plastic. So you probably could just rinse them off in the sink really quick. (laughs) True. (laughs) Um... How was your Christmas? Um, it was. How was my Christmas? It was good. Mm-hmm. It it wasn't my favorite Christmas, but it you know there wasn't anything necessarily wrong with it. Um, we do the same thing that we do every year. Uh, one thing that we changed, we did all gifts. Um, we did Christmas. We did gifts on Christmas Eve um, just because we knew Christmas Day is like wild and the boys would be getting so many gifts from extended family. And so um, we did gifts. We did stockings in the morning and it was just so fun because both the boys were so stoked. Then... Yeah, went to both our families. So his his parents are divorced. So we went to his mom's in the morning after we had like time to ourselves. And then went to my parents pretty much for the whole day and just stopped by his dad's house for like half an hour, hour tops. And literally I get through the door and I'm exhausted. I wasn't exhausted before that. I'm like, yeah, I have energy, but I get through the door. I'm like, nope. I need to go like I can't be here and I would say I'm like relatively I'm close with all of my in-laws all of my sister and brother-in-laws um my parent in-laws I get along great with all of them but it it's a little different because then like his aunt and uncles are also there and so it doesn't like feel as private it's not like just our family Mm -hmm. So it just puts me in a place of like preservation mode. Like my my boundaries are like set to the tippy top. Like can't get through this infrastructure. Um, and I'm like absolutely standoffish. And it's just like, I'm sorry, I'm just here to like drop off gifts and for my kids to open up gifts and then we're going to go because this is not how I want to do Christmas there's like yelling and not like yelling at each other it's just like everyone talks so loud for some reason yeah like everyone's trying to like top each other off so 
just too much. Too much. Where, huh? I said too much. It is too much. Where, for some reason, like, my mother-in-law's house in the morning, it's all of the kids, but it's much more doable. I don't know, like, what necessarily the difference is, but um, I just, I'm just glad I know, like, my boundaries and, like, where to set them and all of my family already knows, like, yeah, Lisa is good. Like, let's not bother her type of a thing. Yeah. She's introverted. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of, that's a lot of families and juggling to go through. But Mm -hmm. I'm happy you only stayed for, like, 30 minutes. That's nice. Yeah, they wouldn't have even minded if we didn't go at all, but... I wanted to and I thought I would have dealt with it better but yeah like I said right when I got through the door it was just like a no-go yeah. so Zav's like yeah let's go yeah great well I'm happy at a somewhat good of a Christmas <laughs> yeah what about yours yeah it was good it was chill um we had people over for Christmas Eve and I made my turnovers and they were a big hit so that was good and then I mo- I know they looked really yummy. I made my mom a gluten-free vegan dessert. It wasn't water. D- it could have just been water. I don't know what else it could have been, but it wasn't bad. It was actually pretty good. Um, and yeah, we gave Michaela, Arturo's mom, her uh, f- American flag cake. And I started playing the national oh, yeah. anthem like without her knowing. And then we came out and it was so funny. Danny, <laughs> Danny stood up and saluted her. <laughs> So Danny and Ruben were standing there saluting her and then she Dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, and then she just started bawling. And it's like, you know, when you see someone cry and you're like, you don't know what to do, and then Arturo and Ruben are just laughing because they know their mom that she cries at a lot of things, you know. And I was like, give your mom a hug. Like, what are you guys doing? Um but yeah, it was really nice. And then I got a new game called the Best Friend Game, and it's like the newlywed game, but for friends. And that was pretty fun. So we played it with our significant others first, but then we did it with random people. And it was actually really funny, like got to know people. Um, Hmm. So that was fun. And yeah, and then we just opened presents in the morning and then saw Encanto. So it was chill. I I actually really loved Christmas Eve. Um, I liked it way more than Christmas. It was a church, of course. It started snowing during the Christmas Eve service. Um, and it was my mom's birthday, yeah. so we surprised her, me and my sister, um, well, she planned it, but we went out to breakfast and she didn't know her sisters were going to be there too. Oh, that's sweet. And it was sweet. We went around the table doing like, affirm, not like affirmations, but like what we love most about my mm-hmm. mom and we were all crying and it was cute. <laughs> and it was cute. It was such a girly thing. <laughs> it really was, but it was like. I don't know like we um like it's funny because like my sister who was there me and my mom are like all super emotional people we cry at everything but we're all always trying to keep it in so we're like looking at each other like squinting trying to make sure like tears don't roll down but yeah it was really cool because I was sharing things I realized I never shared with my mom just like my appreciation for her so I was telling her like how much I appreciated everything she's like done for us and how I have her to look up to as far as being a stay-at-home mom and working owning her own business 24 7 like always working even on vacations just so that she could like give us a better life and then 
her husband, you know, escaping Romania and having confidence that like everything's gonna be fine and then raising her one-year-old and then having another kid while he's still in a different country like crazy i'm like mom you will never understand like what your life has done for me and like the inspiration and her legacy she leaves behind for like future generations to look up to yeah it's wild like to have a woman like that i feel like I don't know it's it's always it's huge in Romanian culture for like men to be such a powerhouse I mean obviously my dad escaped Romania so I have a lot of him to look up to but like even my mom Mm -hmm. I mean she's just like a force to be reckoned with so it was really cool to like love on her so much on her birthday that's cute I'm happy you got to do that me too um well shall we get into it I can't believe it's been a year. Mm-hmm. You were reminding me of things that happened this year that I had forgotten yeah. had happened. I forgot I bought a house this year. Mm-hmm. I forgot I got COVID this year. I, know. <laughs> I forgot so many things. I, f- I lived with my parents most of this year. Yeah, because you moved in in, what was it, August? Moved in December. No, I mean to this house that you're in yeah uh yeah july august that's crazy Mm -hmm. yeah so i think we just wanted to go over i feel like everybody they don't necessarily realize that on january 1st you know it's just gonna be i think it's a monday or something a sunday where it's just like it's just another sunday and i think it's really easy to clock time by this idea of like months and weeks and years which having goals is great and i think we have like a lot of hopes for 2022 but i think it's also important to remember that making goals or resolutions that's great that you're just doing that in general and that you're trying but even if you don't accomplish exactly what you said at least you tried and maybe you didn't like maybe you didn't try your best but that doesn't mean that your year was like a wash and it wasn't a good year at all it just means like well let's actually just try harder on Sunday on January 1st let's just keep trying harder you know um so yeah I think an overview of the year I mean we started with I think our first episode of the year, which I don't even understand how it's been this long, was the Almost 30 podcast. And that's like what we started our year with. And I love that we've kept that connection um, and just like seeing them thrive. And I think that was like a really cool start to what eventually ended up being a pretty hard year with the podcast, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what? February. And then we both got COVID. And that was kind of the start of it all. That was in February? Yeah, it was right before my birthday. So I think what's really cool is even now when I think about what we're doing or podcast episodes or um, content, I'm like, what would the almost 30 do? Like, I still (laughs) think about how, I mean, they, you know, nothing to something. I mean, they really are the rags to riches uh, podcast. Um dream American dream story and so I think it's really cool I can't believe that was a year ago I almost want to like follow up with them and that would be really cool maybe doing another podcast as far as like how they are now and where they've come and um even like what's changed for them in a year almost like the Billie Eilish like you know those interviews that she does every Mm -hmm. year 
they're like clocking like where she's at doing something like that would be kind of fun um I think what's interesting is yeah looking back on that first podcast episode we're like this is the hit of 2021 this is the beginning we're starting high and like we're gonna keep going higher and then COVID Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then we like if if we looked at our year on a graph it would be up and down constantly like mountains and trenches mountains and trenches because you know we got COVID got better um got got a big podcast onto the show didn't release it they tried to censor us mm-hmm. <laughs> and so like these are like the big things that happened throughout the year and if you looked at all of the lows themselves because they were so low it would feel like it would look like yeah we're not doing well but one thing that I've had to really remind myself is why are we doing this and it's not it's not like where we're at in the lows it's not the numbers it's not even like how much money we're losing um, by continuing to do this and what we're like deciding to put our money into it's are we doing this because we think we're supposed to be doing this Mm -hmm. and I think that's coming back to Christ just like a really cool thing to have like in our corner like backing us up it's like well we feel like the Lord has already called us into this so overall I was looking throughout the year everything that's kind of happened all the like big and small things primarily and I'm really happy to say that I already didn't have huge plans for the year I had big hopes and even though they went directionally super differently I'm still so hopeful for what the future is to hold so Zav said this quote last Sunday my husband who's a pastor um he said God likes to do things the hard way so he gets the glory and I'm like wow Lord thank you for this last year. It was hard. Like, I mean, my year wasn't even as hard as yours, Olivia. And I don't know if you're going to get into that. Cut that out if not. Um, (laughs) But um, I just felt like we were work-wise constantly in a low, especially like trying to work our way up. Like we're trying to get up the mountain. Isn't it power and heels? They say like working your way up in heels or something like that. Um, And I just think um, this last year being difficult isn't a bad thing, but I think whatever it's preparing me for, whether it's for the podcast or in my life or the next work thing that's going to come up, whatever it is, it's all preparing me for something. I think that there's so much resilience being built in us throughout the year, so Uh, We can still go through like everything that's happened in the year, but I'm like really proud to say like throughout everything that's happened, I think that I, I still had hopes, but I'm not holding on too tightly to the things that aren't a part of the plan that aren't entirely like promised 
promise to us, especially like as being believers in Christ. Um, so like holding loosely to like the things that are of this world and then like holding on tightly to the Lord's promises. And like one of the promises is like, well, we started this podcast for a reason. I became a part of this podcast for a reason. And no matter what that looks like, it doesn't matter the numbers, doesn't matter how much money we made, doesn't matter the brand deals we didn't get, doesn't matter whether we lost um, followers or gained followers. Luckily, that went up (laughs) (laughs) still. But it doesn't matter because ultimately it's all for a purpose and a reason. So like holding on to those things. Yeah. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I've learned this year is just perspective and mental, like a mental shift. Um, Because my, I mean, the past, I would say all of my 20s up to this point has been no guarantees. Like my biggest advice for most people, mostly entrepreneurs, is not planning anything more than 48 hours in advance. And that has really kept me steady. Again, not saying we shouldn't create goals, but just not having that. I think that five-year plan mentality is really detrimental for a lot of people because they, Mm -hmm. they might not achieve it. Um, and I know a lot of people that, you know, want to get married by this date and have kids by this time. And then if you don't reach it, you think that you're broken or there's something wrong with you. Um, and so for a lot of my twenties, it has been just complete unknown, like just chaos. You know, I have never had security. Um, And I think pretty much that was prepping me for this year where I feel like I should have crumbled, but instead I still view this as a good year, even though I will say it it is definitely some of the hardest stuff I've ever gone through. Um, But that honestly is just like the power of, I think, just God and holding steady to him and knowing that I, no matter what, he has got a plan and taking things one day at a time and that's why I think it's hard to look at the year of like well in 2022 I want to do this for me I'm like well by next Wednesday I'd love to do this and that's good (laughs) you know that's good for me um because there's so much more fear in the unknown and if you can just I think a lot of people they want to be like an ostrich and bury their head in the sand like if they don't know what's going to happen then they don't have to deal with it um but with everything this year it's just like let's just cut to the chase let's get to it what do we need to do and how can we tackle these things um and I think that's really prepared me for like even more in the future of anything else that I might be going through it's really one day at a time and nothing seems as scary if you look at things as just today you know as opposed to Mm -hmm. like in a month or whatever that is um I noticed that when I don't focus on the now and I get worked up on like being further up than I'd hoped or I didn't accomplish as much as I wanted I get so much more confused about my future I get so much more anxious about my plans and what I should have been doing already or where I should have been at this point or why am I not thinking about this or like why do I not even want this right now and what I I don't know why it took so long for me to get this way but I'm like okay if I'm trying to think like one of my new year's things is like a mentality shift of mind over matter which I've always believed in but not until having kids have I felt it to be so true is taking yourself out of the circumstances you're in right now 
and living outside of those circumstances. And so I think part of that is even the victim mentality of like feeling a certain way, but like living outside of it. And so I can play victim to where I'm at right now. I mean, honestly, I even look back on like my times of depression and I'm like, I wonder if the next time it happens, there is some sort of mentality shift that I can work on as I'm in it because you you just feel like you're sucked in this mind vacuum that you can't get out of. But um, I mean, where that thought even came from was um, I've learned through therapy this year. I mean, that's one of the biggest things that I went through this year to help with my like childhood traumas. And it's been, I'm in such a better, 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 <laughs> um, my childhood trauma coming back to me um (laughs) such a better um mental space Mm -hmm. and recognizing things almost living outside of myself Mm -hmm. and like noticing it in in myself like an out-of-body experience if you may um and one thing I worked on in therapy that my my therapist helped me with was um, my panic attacks. I haven't had a panic attack since. And now if I feel it coming on, I'm able to um, like breathe through it and stop myself. I don't even know necessarily like what he did. It almost feels like he hypnotized me in some sort of way, even though he didn't. Um, But there's a mentality shift where I was able to say, okay, I can actually control my breathing right now. It's like telling it's it's changing the way the wiring in my brain. Um so that's something that I'm focusing on this year and I notice that when I just think about today, the things I need to do today, if I'm not thinking about oh this person is here, oh, I really want to meet this person in the future, but they're like so high up and they're so like out of my grasp. How can that even happen? I just think, well, where am I, where am I at now? And what, what am I supposed to be doing? Rather than like, what's my future supposed to look like and where do I want to be and allowing that to take anxiety like the anxiety to take over me. This is different from having goals. This is different. It's coveting. It's wanting a different lifestyle that I'm not called to right now. It's great to have hopes and dreams and to be fired up and motivated by that. But there's a difference between coveting and comparing. And so like getting out of that mindset of like focus on the now, put your head down and work and when you're not working, focusing on what's in front of you. Is it your family? Is it your boyfriend? Is it is it your kids? I mean, is it your schoolwork? Um, so just focusing on what you're supposed to be doing right now than trying to get into the chaos of everything that's going on around you, what you should have been doing or where you could have been at this point or how you're going to get to a certain point later this year, like setting realistic goals for yourself, like during the day has really helped me out of like that anxious pull of like, you know, I think of the podcast. I wish the podcast had X amount of downloads by this time. I mean, we had realistic goals and we didn't even meet those and that's okay. Mm -hmm. So what do we do now going forward is really what we should be thinking. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think 
that again just comes back to being like well at least we tried like we really did the best I like I gave everything I could this year which actually wasn't a lot because it was a year mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> I also you know on that is I, we've talked about this kind of a lot in the past few episodes, but me just recently thinking if every single person try or tried their hardest to be their full potential, like how different this world would be if we all just stopped being selfish, we stopped comparing to each other and we actually tried to do what we wanted to do with our life. Um, obviously, we're a broken world, so that's not going to happen. Um, but yeah, just thinking more and more of how discipline and routines obviously other than God who's number one but like discipline and routines is what has got me through this year and how important it is to be disciplined and especially for me and just literally being like sometimes just out loud going mind over matter like I can do this like even when I'm working out and I know I can't do it being like no I can do one more and it's like carrying that even into this podcast space or carrying it into what I want to do for the next year it's like if I want to do something I know that I can do it but if I don't accomplish it it's because I didn't work hard enough and I think that that's okay to say that out loud and be like I didn't like I did have goals for this year I didn't accomplish those goals and it was actually because I didn't make them a priority so now how can I make those those goals a priority for next year um And yeah, so I think like you were saying with the podcast, especially just knowing like it'll come when it's supposed to come. You know, I always tell you this of um, feeling like God is just saying not yet and not now. And it's the most annoying thing. But just understanding that, you know, if and when we do get to that spot, we're never going to take it for granted. Like it's like the almost 30, like what you're saying, they did everything they could to get to that spot. And, you know, I hope that for us one day, but for now, we're just going to take things one day at a time. Um, so <clears throat> looking back on the year then from getting COVID, I feel like that was when things kind of shifted. We remember we started doing so many personal episodes because we were sick and stuff was happening with Arturo. You were in the process of finding a house. There was so much going on. I'm still Mm -hmm. surprised we never missed an episode. Um, Well, as, as you were talking, just a few things came to my mind because it's so like on point biblically, like having having um what were you saying routine and discipline yeah and in discipline and um like telling yourself mind over a matter and it just I'm pretty sure it's Paul who writes it to uh first and second Corinthians right and so um it's just talking about um like running the race yeah and um so I mean pretty much it's first Corinthians 9 24 through 27 and um it's just talking about how like you're you're not running aimlessly um so therefore I do not run like someone running aimlessly I do not fight like a boxer beating the air no I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others I myself may not be disqualified for the prize being obedient in like the work that you're doing is like also being obedient in Christ. I, f- I feel like we're really beating ourselves up. <laughs> yeah, I think just 
within all of that, I think maybe both of us or especially me, my priorities, which I want to keep those and it's so easy to get stuck in the day in and day out. But my my priorities and what's important in life really did shift this year. Um, And that doesn't mean I'm not going to work hard and pursue the podcast and, you know, do all of that stuff. But it's more of like, what is the number one thing? Um, And so I think in the middle of summer, it's funny when I look back at it because I just remember it being so hot. I, I can like vividly just remember when we would get news about Arturo or something would happen with the podcast. And I just remember I would be outside and it would just be hot. And I just felt like I was like in purgatory. It was like so much bad news. But I, I also was like in hell all at the same time. Um, oh and just thinking like, you know what? It's actually OK um, that like this week we're going to release an episode. And that's pretty much all that's going to happen. Like we're not going to do a ton of reach outs. You know, we're probably not going to incline a ton on the podcast this year because all I can do right now is release this episode and giving myself grace within that. So not not pushing myself. If you saw Encanto, you would know that one of the sisters, that was one of her things of if I'm not strong enough to take on all this weight, will anybody love me or want me to be in the family? And that was like that was something that this year I really faced of like, no, I'm not the things that I do. I am here to serve Christ and also be a light to other people. So how can I make that happen? Um, and not beating myself up if I couldn't be like the, you know, do everything at all times because I just wasn't realistic. So for you, when we were going through all of that, what was that like, like from your perspective, you know, like after we got COVID and we were going into summer, we were doing all these personal episodes. We didn't know what we were doing with the podcast. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. We we changed our direction because uh, we heard from so many of our listeners that they wanted more personal episodes. So we started doing personal episodes, and that's when our numbers dropped. And then, um, gosh, and this was all, like, in the midst of COVID. So... Um, it was really hard because we thought we were going in the direction where we needed to, especially because we were doing something outside of what was our norm because we thought it was for the best. Like our own um, listeners are saying this, so let's try it. And we gave it a good go. Did not work out. And it was way harder to do personal episodes because we would come together and we're like, so what are we going to... Like it? we did not have time for a lot of research I mean I didn't have um a lot of alone time it was such looking back now I can see how much harder it was than I realized in the time but never having alone time never getting space to myself I I wasn't depressed or even anxious I was just like I feel like I, I'm never getting out. It's almost like when you're sick for weeks and you're, you've been inside for the longest time and you haven't had fresh air and then you you think you're fine. Like you feel a little weird, but you don't know why. And then you go out and you get fresh air and you're like, oh my gosh, this is what I needed. Mm-hmm. So that's what it was like for us to get the house. I was so shocked when I started getting alone time again 
like Zav would go off to work for the day and I would be with the boys and they would take their nap and I'm like wait I'm alone in a quiet house or um or when my in-laws would take the boys and I would have the house to myself when Zava was at work it was so wild to me it was an experience I felt like I I hadn't had in years and we were only at my parents house for seven months Mm -hmm. and it really helped me love and enjoy my alone time and really soak it in and also realize how much more alone time I need to be refilled I think this is the year that I realized the most ever how low of capacity I have for being around people but um one thing that I have to change and turn around and tweak actually I would say um is not hermiting as much and then being more careful with all of my alone time because it's so easy for me to turn on another show um (laughs) me and Sav do these trades so he'll like go hang out with his friends for the evening and I get to sleep in. So I'll stay up until like midnight like watching shows or like playing a game on my phone. And it sucks because after a week I'm like, what did I do? Mm. I wish I used that time differently. And um, that feels embarrassing. And I, I really don't like that about myself and honestly there's not a lot of things I don't like about myself so the fact that I can look at something and say I wish I did that differently um really sucked so that's even a part of my new year's resolution which I'll talk about later um so in this new year I'm I'm gonna be tweaking um how I spend my time in even how the Lord wants me to spend my time, which I already know the answer to part of that. And I worked on it for a bit. I was in and out of it this year of meditating more and reading the word, but I really need to be consistent again in routine. And so I have a few routines, but um, it's more doing the things that I really don't like to do. Like I I don't like my routine right now. Mm So changing it into a good routine. Um, so it's hard because when you have too much of a good thing, like alone time, how are you going to spend it? And so even I watched the reality TV show <laughs> of BTS. And it's crazy because one of the guys, um, Jen, he was talking about how if he has 24 hours off, he would find himself video gaming for 20 hours. Mm. And I'm like dude that's crazy yeah I'm sure he he never I'm sure he doesn't get 24 hours off that often but if he has time off he wants to be video gaming and and for me I just took a look at myself I'm like you know (coughs) how how am I trying to escape like what are the things that I think are helping me but what's actually not and so as I was thinking about that this year I um, I had to go away from being in solitude, but not like solitude and like praying and meditating. I did that sometimes, but not as often as I really should. 
Um, but like solitude and I don't know, just like nothing that's really profiting me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of what you were saying, like be a doer or be a wanter. Is it doer or watcher? Am I thinking of a movie? That's in a movie, isn't it? I don't know. I just know a couple weeks ago I said wanter or doer. So maybe you're just confusing them. Maybe I am. Because um, there's a movie that has watcher or doer. And it's like a video game movie, I think. So, I mean, touching on one of those things is just realizing how much I hermit. And I... I learned not to compare myself to others, like my husband, who's the complete opposite of me, and being okay with my capacity. Um, I think I'm now at a point where I'm okay with the fact that I have a very low capacity. I mean, I talked about Christmas, for instance, and just like being open about that and not ashamed of it, but just talking about it matter-of-factly, like, yeah, I can't, I can't do that. So having better boundaries has really helped me and um, being okay with the fact that I only have a few friends and being okay with not wanting more friends because I think that's also a shift from like still when you only have a few friends but you want more friends. I've now shifted. I'm getting, I feel like I'm like really maturing or getting older Um, I'm now, I have a few friends and I only want a few friends and, and becoming okay with that, I think is the next step. And I'm like in the middle of that season right now of accepting myself of like where I'm already at. I think I know who I am now. Um, I think this last year I've really learned a lot about who I am and, um, I gave myself a new word of the year, which is settling. This last year, I feel like I've settled into who I am, and now I have to accept who I am. Um, So that's just in going off of like, it's okay that I'm a hermit. But now that I've accepted that, what am I going to do with those those like hermiting things? Um, How do I do better at you know if I'm I've been inside of the house for three days okay, I obviously need to get out of the house, so how am I going to do that? So it's it's um, it's captivating my thoughts and then putting them into actions as far as how I want the outcome to be. So because I hermit, I'm not seeing people, I'm, I don't get as active, and I'm not like going out and getting fresh air, so I'm not being as healthy. So what do I want my outcome to be? And then what do I do in the middle of that? So that's kind of why I've gone through New Year's resolutions so that I I can take captive these thoughts that I'm now realizing looking back on this year and turning that into new healthy habits, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just ranted on for the longest time. No. Yeah. No, I think those are all really positive and like really um, attainable things that you can change, you know. And I think that's good. I think the problem with a lot of New Year's resolutions is they're so unattainable and Mm -hmm. they put people in a really weird perspective of, you know, I don't think it's about becoming better. Well, wait, hang on. It's like you are worth it just the way you are, but Mm -hmm. you can grow 
and become the better version of yourself. But it's not this idea of like right and wrong. It's just kind of like we all have there's just so much capacity for growth in every single human. And I was just talking to Arturo about this where next year I really want to make it my mission. Um, There's a couple people in my life that I think just really need encouragement to follow their dreams. And I'm like, however I can set that, set the table so that you can come sit at it. Like, I'm not going to do all the work for you. You're going to have to cook your food and stuff, but like there's room at the table for you. And I just think that 2022 can just be such a year of growth and that's where I guess if I were to pick a word that's what I would want it to be for me and the people around me is just constantly growing and pushing myself to be better and um yeah there's just I think there's so much that people want to do but they're scared to do it and they're scared because they're worried about what people think or they're comparing themselves which for me kind of like you were saying you're maturing I think I've noticed my maturity the most in this year like this 28th year of life um to the point where it's like pretty noticeable of the things that I am not really caring about I don't even know what happened. I don't know if it was COVID or stuff that happened with Arturo, but I just reached a spot where I'm like, I genuinely do not care. Like, I do not care what people think. I don't care if they don't like my political view or my religious view. And maybe that came from being censored too. I think that just pushed me over the edge of just like, I don't freaking care. Like, you guys can think Mm -hmm. whatever you want to think. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. But I do think the one thing I I want to work on is that idea of comparison. And it's so easy being self-employed and doing all these different things to compare yourself to people that aren't doing that stuff and being like, oh, my gosh, it's fine. Like, it's OK that I don't have this stuff yet. Um, and just the idea of feeling behind in life. And I want to really push that out and be like, that is not the truth, that those are lies I'm telling myself. Um, And I just really want to, like, conquer that mentality next year. Um, Yeah. And just, like, keep growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You really have grown a lot in, yeah, being, being more confident in... So, okay, one thing that we've talked about is your eight personality and how you've said what you said, how you used to hurt people's feelings because you would like state your opinion and then they would like be offended or like hurt Mm -hmm. because you would like say it so matter of factly and you're like, oh, I need to like tone it back a little Mm -hmm. bit because I'm like too intense. And I think you're now at a point in your life where you now know like how to share it and when to share it and if other people are offended it's not because of you maybe Mm -hmm. but because of themselves and not knowing how because they haven't learned that themselves either yeah Yeah, I mean not to bring up Encanto again but we're going to but there's there's a character in it where his gift is prophecy 
But what's so funny about the prophecies is they're actually just being honest and everybody there doesn't want it so they banish him, you know, and they make up all these lies about him like he's so big and he has rats crawling around him and like all this stuff. And then, you know, you meet the character and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's actually life. People push away honesty and they push away truth Mm. because they want their truth and they want to know that what they're doing is okay and like you were saying I I do think I've found a sweet spot not at all times but where I just I don't care if people are offended when it comes to hard truths and I really do believe that there are hard truths especially as a Christian um and I and I just I hope that more people can get to that spot of just being encouraged to just be like just do whatever they want to do keep working on yourself and it's like it really is okay if you're not where you want to be I feel like that just like needs to be known and said people are just so hard on themselves too you know yeah it's okay to not be where you want to be but if you're not working towards where you want to be then maybe work on that (laughs) exactly totally and that and that is the thing is like set goals for yourself and work hard and if you're not gonna work hard then don't talk about it (laughs) then yeah definitely then you have to be content with where you're at and accept because it's it's hard to have grace for people who are like really upset at their situation when it's there's they're not doing anything about it and they could be yeah and there's, there's obviously a difference between like, yeah, I'm at a job that I'm like not crazy about, but I don't feel like I'm supposed to leave. So that's a bummer. Like that's different. Mm-hmm. You know, those types of things are like, you know, I wish the podcast was doing way better and my podcast looked a little differently, but I have to accept the fact that I don't like the whole background of doing a podcast, which is 90% of the work. And I only enjoy the 10% <laughs> that I hope becomes my job Yeah, <laughs> one day. And that's okay. Yeah. And so there's there's a difference between the two. So we're not, I'm, I'm not harping on, you know, all of you hate your jobs and you're not working hard enough. That's definitely not what I'm saying. Um, I think it's more realizing your capacity. It's like your capacity, not you, like the general human. Right. It's more than what we think it is. Like you can work harder. Oh my like gosh. Like everyone, the biggest thing I see, you know, when I look at, you know billionaires not that it's about money but they always just go we have the same 24 hours in our day what are you doing differently and I'm like that's true no one is special no one is favored it's just how you're choosing to spend your time if you have a goal for the new year map it out how can you change it do you want to quit your job maybe scale back first you probably should still keep it but scale back and then you know reevaluate in three or four months it's like make a plan for yourself and stop saying you wish you want you hope and all of these doubt words it's about taking that and going no i'm i'm capable i'm just going to keep asking you know like i i'm going to ask gary v every single day if i can go to vcon and i'm i'm already doing that i'm tweeting him every single day so it's like what can you you can go yes because you have to have a v friend and i can't afford a fifty thousand dollar nft right now but i have all of his other (gasps) nfts so i'm like if i keep asking what's what's it gonna hurt (laughs) yeah that's true so anyway i think we're pretty far into this um but should we maybe state a couple of our uh new year's uh I don't know if we can use a different word than resolution, but New Year hopes, I suppose. Hmm, didn't you just say that's a doubt word? Yeah, so I don't know what word to use. <laughs> um, New Year goals. I like that. I think a better than a resolution, maybe. 
one one thing I, w- I did want to touch on that you were just talking yes. about real quick is one thing that I've seen on TikTok, which isn't very inspiring, don't get me wrong, um, is uh, there's this TikTok trend. It's like always in my For You page because I like them and I watch all of them. It's these girls that are like um, 2020, 2021. I can't believe it's 2021. Um, 2021 was the year of this, but like, this is what I'm manifesting type of a thing. Like this is what 2022 is actually going to be like. And it's like all of these photos of like everything they're not manifesting, but like they were already doing that. They're working harder to do like follow along. If you're also going to like follow your dreams, like it's like working out, looking hot and thin with a big butt and like wearing really nice clothes and having a dream job and eating really healthy meals and I was like yeah that's it that is inspiring but as a believer I really hope that people can hold on to goals and like resolutions that are like also close to the Lord like spending time with your family taking your Sabbath um meditating not just praying but listening um I think those are things that I have tried really hard I'll take that back I didn't try so hard but when I was doing when I was more mindful I was doing better at meditating while praying and taking time to read the word and digest it rather than do, 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 never taking time to like breathe. And so I, I really want to remind, and it's not just for Christians, it's literally for anyone. Like you need to take a breath and you need to give yourself grace. I mean, I think that we um, I just stopped myself from crying. I think we gave ourselves the perfect amount of <clears throat> grace if there's such a thing for this year because, I mean, we did what we had to to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I'm really proud of us for doing that. Yeah. Um, did you want to say something? Oh, no. I was just going to say, yeah, I think I, even though I didn't accomplish my work goals, um, like I said, I, I don't know if it's some like spell I'm under, but I would still look back and be like, this was a good year, even though it was a really bad year. Like the things that happened mm-hmm. were bad, but I think what came out of it and the mentality behind it and this idea of me going like, I'm not working today and that's okay. I'm not less than cause I'm not working today. I mean, now I'm in hell week of this last year of new year's trying to finish things. <laughs> so, you know, you live and you learn, but, um, yeah, I think I, what you were saying is so funny about that, that TikTok is, I, I think people need to realize that not everyone is the same. So being the best version of yourself is going to look so different for everyone. So yeah. your best version of a healthy body might not be being stick thin with a big butt, mostly because that's almost Probably impossible. <laughs> um maybe that just means you are a little like thicker and that's awesome like good for you and like you wearing nice clothes maybe that means that you thrift all of your clothes or you hand make them and that's your version of being the better version um it's really easy to get lost on instagram and be like if i don't have these big lips and this perfect hair then i'm not thriving and it's like no you can thrive in so many ways um and it's truly whatever makes you happy you know I have advice for moving forward. Um, 
and I've already touched on them, but meditating and praying, I mean, it's honestly, all of these things are not going to be so new and crazy and you're going to be like, wow, I've never thought of it that way. (laughs) It's things like you need to be reminded of like what's important to you. So I think meditation and prayer, I think a lot of people can, um, do this and agree that this is actually really good for you. So I'm I'm going to be trying to do like more mindful um, like breathing in the morning when I wake up. So not just like getting up, getting out of bed and going wild for the rest of the day, like going ham, but like breathing into my morning and like getting that blood flow to my brain like right away and just like being more mindful um and then like reading more reading so good for you I mean I'm even gonna try to have grace on myself and say audiobooks um but just getting more information and learning how like almost like I I really need to imprint on myself how important that knowledge is even if it's a fiction book. I think it's so good for your imagination and uh, for your work life because um, that's also like taking that time to yourself, but it's not like a video game where you're like going to die and you're like getting anxious, you know? Um, and I think that those things alone uh, will subconsciously help you find your purpose and your identity. Um, I think it'll give you a lot of confidence in your purpose and every day just being reminded of who you are, where you are, and being in the here and now like what we talked about. I know not a ton of people love yoga, but I I used to do yoga, gosh, almost every day for years and I loved it because I would use it as my time for like meditating on the Lord and like giving that time to Him and breathing and allowing that like fitness to like work on my body and so um I just really encourage everyone to like be gentle on themselves rather than like go crazy and like change your diet dramatically and work out dramatically and all that stuff like go on walks that's one of my things which Olivia inspired me to do because she does it all the day all the time um but like just going on a walk with the boys and it probably won't be crazy or wild but just to get out and um yeah I think that those are things that I I'm already doing some of those things and the little bit that I do it is so helpful so I encourage you to try at least one of those things out give yourself grace in in this again (laughs) I would just say that if you don't like your life, then you can change it. I will say this till the day I die. Um, and I say this to myself too. Like if you don't like something, you have every ability in the world to do something different and to do something about it. Um, being stuck is not real. Um, most of the time you're stuck because of choices that you've made. Um, and so even though it can be harder to get out of situations because of consequences, um, you can do it. And like I tell everybody, get a piece of paper down and write 
things down that you want and then write down the worst case scenario and then write down the antidote for that worst case scenario. And most of the time you're going to see that the worst case scenario is not even a quarter as bad as what people just deal with on an everyday basis, you know, or people in other countries. Like, especially if you're listening to this in the United States, you have so much. And um, yeah, I just hope for 2022 that people can really see um, that they need to stop doing the things that they think everybody wants them to, to do. And they need to stop listening to their parents and their grandparents and their best friends that tell them they need to go to this college or get this job because they're going to make this amount of money. And um, look up to people that where you want your life to to be a reflection of that. And if you're a believer, stay in the word. Um but yeah, I just I just want to see everybody like if you if you're if you're in a spot where you're complaining all the time, it's time to make a change. Um and you can mm. like your life. Oof. Like you know, there are a lot of things about my life that I don't necessarily love, but I can't even tell you how amazing it is to get up and be able to go on a walk and not have to go into a job that I hate that I did for so long. And of course, I had to pay my dues and I had to be able to work to that up to that spot um and it's not a glamorous lifestyle but you have the ability and you have the capacity and honestly you just have to do it do it and sometimes you're just gonna have to jump even if it's scary if no one else believes in you we do i totally and we know do. you better i will literally <laughs> if you're listening to this and you want a pep talk call i will 100 percent get on the phone with you and give you yep. a pep talk I actually love yeah, she it. Will. It fuels me to give people pep talks. <laughs> yeah, literally everyone that we know goes to Olivia when they need help and she <laughs> puts them in their place, but they agree. And if if they know better, they they do it. Or they just say sayonara and I go, okay, <laughs> you'll come crawling back later. <laughs> um, well, guys, this is kind of long, but I hope you enjoyed this episode and um, you're gearing up for a really good 2022. Um, it's going to be, I think it is going to be a good year. Whatever it is, I think it's going to be good. And it's going to be good because we have the mindset that it's going to be good, right? That's true. So yeah, um, we would love to hear from you guys. If you have any ideas of guests that can be on the show or episodes you want us to do, we love to hear from you all. Um, if you haven't yet, if you could subscribe, rate and review, especially to start the year off. Hello. That's a good resolution. Hello. Um, leave us just a rate Also, review. we've We've had a few new people to the Salt and Pepper Facebook group. Yes, we have a few of like our twelve or thirteen that are in there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, we we want to hang out with you guys. We want to hear from you. We will one hundred percent do podcast episodes if you guys recommend it. Um, so make sure to leave that review. Tell us how amazing we are. We'd love to see it. And um, join our Facebook group, Salt and Pepper Podcast Insiders. And I think that's it. So it's always better. When salt and pepper come together. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Tuesday on the saltandpepperpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and please rate and review. Follow us on Instagram at the Salt and Pepper Podcast. Make sure to like and follow our Facebook page and email us for any questions, comments, or ideas about what you want to hear on the show. We will see you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.